copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Attention, please, calling all cars. Attention, all cars. Job Jack 110. Keep your eyes open for a gang of spacecrafters. Rest of carpenters. That's all. Oh, Sets up on the many cities and counties where Rio Grande cracked gasoline is now being used for emergency cars. Here are reports from just a few of them. Berkeley, California. You bet we're satisfied. Berkeley police and emergency cars operated more efficiently last year than ever before. And we were using the Rio Grande cracked gasoline in 1936, just as we did last year. During the San Diego Exposition, the emergency cars of San Diego County were called upon for unusual service. They tried Rio Grande cracked gasoline, and they say, We enjoyed great success with Rio Grande cracked gasoline, which has efficiently powered every emergency car operated by the county of San Diego. And confirmation comes from Oakland, California. We're more than satisfied with the results from using Rio Grande cracked gasoline in all Oakland emergency cars last year. If you too. Oakland will continue to power all police cars, ambulances, fire and emergency engines with track gasoline. Los Angeles, we use its contract. We've used Rio Grande track gasoline in all Los Angeles police cars, ambulances, fire engines, and emergency equipment for three years. We see no reason to change. Los Angeles emergency cars are making better speed, have more power, and cost less per mile to run. And Rio Grande track gasoline is entitled to much of the credit. We just renewed the contract with the Rio Grande Oil Company for all the gasoline used by the city of Los Angeles for the fourth consecutive year. And so come the report from city after city, county after county. For 1936, as in years past, it will still be true that more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, motorcycles, and other emergency equipment are powered with Rio Grande cut gasoline than any other brand. are pleased once more to present Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Chief Davis. Good evening, friends. In every criminal case, this department receives hundreds of tips, phone calls, and frank letters, most of which, when run down, prove to be of no help to the investigating officers. Occasionally, however, an alert citizen will prove himself to be of tremendous value by reporting a suspicious action. In the case you are about to hear, the promise of adventure led two eager boys into a maze of facts which, when investigated by members of the police department, uncovered an ingenious scheme and led to the arrest of the criminals. If all citizens were as careful to state plain facts in reporting a suspicious person or action and less apt to exaggerate, it would be a great help in the work of stamping out crime. On a lonely hill on the east side of Los Angeles stands an old house surrounded by a weed-grown garden, green by shabby eucalyptus palms. 
It is a mystery house, a silent house. To the children of the neighborhood, it is a haunted house. One night a year ago, the wind blew around its bleak corners out of a dark cloud which glowed duller from the reflected light of the city. The wind moaned and whined. It ruffled the dry branches of the palms. It fluffed up the stealing bark of the eucalyptus and whirled away. It looked at the noses of two small boys taking the short cut home past the old dark house. I wish you hadn't taken the shortcut, Dick. Why? Well, of course I'm a little afraid. Well, then I might stuff up my new shoes on the shadow wall. Oh, that's a shoes of form, Dick, did you hear that? What was it? What was it? I don't know. Nothing to be scared about. Are you serious? But you don't like... No, I don't either. Probably the wind just blew a single off the roof of the old house or something. Yes, probably. Oh, you just walk a little faster. Okay. Lady, I promised Mother I'd get home early. Look, look. What? Yeah. In that window on the second floor of the old house. A witch with a candle. Look, don't walk so fast. Wait for me. Well, Captain Burger. Well, Jeff, another box was blown last night. Well, in the branch bank out in Florida. 
Any line on who did it? No, but I got a new wrinkle in face cracking to tell you about. What's that? They used putty and silver soap to seal in the natural before they touched it off. Putty and silver soap? Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a new one. Did it work? Did it work? I'll say it did. Blew the ball door 15 feet, and up to death. Oh, mere 60 grams. Mm. Any fingerprints? Not a one. No trademark of the party. Well, if they've got a successful motor's operandi like that, they'll hit soon again. Better get out a warning to all banks. Keep a special lookout for safe trackers. Okay, Cat. I'll do that right away. Mm-hmm. Independently, two other law enforcement officers are conducting their own investigation. All day long, excepting for the time they're in school, Bobby and Dick, the two junior police, take out the old dark house on the hill. As twilight falls and which time approaches, they leave their post to report to Officer Ford. Hey, boy. Doing any detective for us today? Oh, yes, sir. We did just like you told us. We put a safe out in the old morning house. Good, and what did you find? Well, to tell you, it seems nothing happened all day. Mighty disturbing. Oh, you mustn't feel that way, Dickie boy. Sometimes we had to stake out a drink for weeks before the case breaks. It's sort of just with that thing. Especially when you're taking off on witches and ghosts. Yeah, but there's something in that house besides witches and ghosts. Yes, what? I forgot to tell you. This morning we stayed out for a while before school started. For a while before school started. We saw something, man. You did know. And what did you see? We saw two carpenters go into the house. You carpenters, eh? Now, what did the carpenters were going to do with the old? The carpenters were going to do with the old? But maybe it was going to make the witches living quarters more comfortable. Mm. morning at a main intersection in Inglewood. The patrolman on the beach was walking along the street with a late-to-bed friend. Okay. 
cleaning out before that truck will come back up the street. Next afternoon after school, the two junior policemen resume their stakeout on the haunted house. Hiding in a tangled growth of what was once shrubbery, Bobby and Dick watched the mysterious house. They were brought tougher, thick, mongrel dogs. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Get off before I beat you with an image to your life. Come on, Bobby. We've got to find something. We need to find something. Here's something. Can we find something under the house to cut feet off this place? I don't know. I bet he's hurt. He's a seldom person money for gold, huh? Yeah. It always keeps looking. I should be worried. How would the man threaten to be himself? Why would he keep him happy? You better raise him up with the sword. Yeah, maybe we better. At first off, I think we'd better get puppy to the hospital. You think it? Will it be all right? Well, I can't hurt him to see. But I'll go through some things. It's like he's more swift than anything else. You better get on to the best and let's go. After that, the fish tears are quieted. Coffee is in no great danger, within a week will be as good as you. Then the two embryo officers and their uniformed friends turned to the problem of the boys' discovery. After carefully hearing their story, Forbes reports to Captain Cooper of the narcotics squad. And the captain soon has Detective Fitzwood and Woolman in his office. Boys, I just got a tip on a narcotic plant over on Boyle Heights. Here's the address written on this slip of paper. Go out there and see what it's all about. Okay, Captain. Just hang around the place and let the lay of the land before you make any arrests. Tip came through a couple of kids, and there may not be anything to it. And again, there may. We'll watch our steps, Chef. All right, boys. Good luck. Go to the old dark house on the hill, go sit with a woman. They park their police car in the shadows and quietly approach the house. This place doesn't look like it had been occupied for years, Eddie. Oh, it sure doesn't. That's the address the cat gave us. Windows boarded up, lawn a mess of weeds. Quiet. Come on, somebody. Duck in the leaves up there. That's weird, Eddie. I know him. You mean the dope peddler? Sure. Looks like we're on the track of something. Oh, sure so does. Let's not come over to watch that. No, sir, I don't work that way. We just take our time till we know what we're after. So hour after hour, the two officers crowd uncomfortably in the bush, watching shadowy figure after shadowy figure enter and leave the old dark house. Funny thing. Must have been a half dozen people going in and come out of that joint, and not a sign of life inside. Well, you must have a joint yourself. Well, we've got the windows so heavily curtained, you don't tell whether there's anyone there. This thing's beginning to get me. I want the knife. Oh, and I want to walk in there and get mowed down, huh? Just wait a while. Something will happen quickly. At the window, huh? Yeah. Old woman with a candle. She looks like a witch. Yeah, but I imagine she's flesh and bone all right. Here comes somebody out of the house. Just like a carpenter. He hasn't come in. How have you been here? Oh, what? What if he's standing in the cut about a tent for? Maybe somebody's going to pick him up. Well, keep your eyes open for license numbers. Here comes a car. Oh, it's a taxi cab. 
How about this room to the right? That's the side of the house where we saw the old woman. Okay, let's start. Nobody here. Looks like there's a big camping out here. A couple of cots, candles, frying pan, the fire. Hey, look here. What? Hey? Bundles of cocaine. Huh. Yeah, those legs are planned all right. What do you suppose this is? More dope? Well, in that sense? Yeah, look. Dirty, sticky stuff. Mm-hmm. No, I isn't dope. It's putty. Putty? Now, what do you suppose? Well, there's been several face cracking jobs recently that use putty instead of soap. I wonder... And the results of their findings can be done at Captain Davis the bedside of the wounded suspects in the jail ward of the hospital. Well, Smith, how do you feel today? Hurts like the devil. Those bulls are a lot of brave guys keeping me down like they did. All right, Smith. No sense in being belligerent. You fired first. Belligerent, huh? Say, listen, mister. When I get out of here, I'm going to get every one of you guys. And get your mind away. You're not going to get out of here for a long time, Smith. Huh? What do you mean? Well, both your arms are broken. You're lucky there isn't a bullet in your heart. One was heading there, but the cab stopped it. And so get well. I'll live for a long time. Maybe so. But you'll be looking at the world through steel bars. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now, are you ready to talk? What about? Well, first, who was living with you in that house in Boyle Heights? Oh. And they got away, huh? Yes, they got away. But they heard the shooting and beat it. That's just fine. Who are they? Wouldn't you like to know? Probably, yes. And I ain't saying, please. They're out in the clear, and all you got on me is swiping that cab. I'll do a check in the county jail, and that'll be that. Oh, no, no. And uh, your friends were in a hurry to leave. They forgot their narcotics. I don't know anything about that. Maybe not. But we'll have a violation of the State Poison Act against you. The stuff wasn't mine. Who's was it then? I'll take the rap. I ain't talking to you. I'll say you'll take the rap. How about those bank robberies? What bank robberies? The ones where you use putty instead of soap to blow the tape. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yes, you do. I never had no putty. Are there any burglar's tools that are caught in this toolbox? No. You were dressed in carpenter's overalls and you swiped the cab. What bank were you planning to hold up that night? I ain't talking. You can't prove it. I think we can. Because you see, your friends also forgot some of their dough when they left in such a hurry. They forgot about $2,000. We found that the serial numbers of that $2,000 are the same as the money that was stolen from that bank over on Slocum the other night. Now, how about it? Well, you better talk. We got you for swiping the cab, we got you for narcotic possession, and we got you for bank robbery. And, oh, yes, we got you for kicking a dog. For kicking a dog? Oh. So those little brats squeal, did they? How fine police work you got when you send kids out to do your work? How about it? Who's in our most jobs with you? Thanks, talk. We'll get them sooner or later, you know. Mugs like you can't stay out of trouble very long. Okay. Go get them. But I won't tell you who they are. Go on, go on. Send me up. I'll take my rap. 
But I won't turn stolen. Criminal psychology is a funny thing, Smith. You stick a little dog, but you won't help us get wet. Good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company. <laughs> 